in the business. It's okay. You clear your throat. No, do it that on the podcast. That's going to be on the podcast now. I'm going to put it in there. Hello and welcome to Diets Redefined. It's the end of January. (gasps) Actually, we're recording it on the last day of January. So when you hear this, it's actually going to be like the 2nd of February. But this was recorded the very last day of January, which makes this podcast relevant with what we're going to talk about. (laughs) So I need to put that information in there. What are we talking (laughs) about today, Mrs? Oh, before we start that, have you got anything to tell me this week? It's actually going to be like the 2nd of February, but this was recorded the very last day of January, which makes this podcast relevant with what we're going to talk about. <laughs> so I need to put that information in there. What are we talking <laughs> about today, Mrs? Oh, before we start that, have you got anything to tell me this week? Usually we start off with a little bit of chit chat. Gosh. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you got a joke for me? Have you I got like a little bit? Of- I am at an absolute loss. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And I just have to now speak on it. Now I'm making you talk on a podcast. <laughs> yep. I am. Yeah, I don't really know. My brain is absolutely frazzled. But that's because I've been, um, I've been launching the energy reboot. And this always happens when I launch the energy reboot because it takes all your energy. <laughs> It's my energy and it's a lot of mental capacity. And can I just add that your energy levels are a lot more than physical energy and sleep. Oh, yeah. And can we actually, let's talk about this a little bit because like, I feel that the word energy sometimes get pushed about. And like, when we talk about energy, what I mean as in energy is not just what your energy levels and how you're feeling as in, in the day, you might be a, a, a like a 10 top high end level energy when you wake up and you might be like a one when you are about to go to bed. But my energy that I talk about a lot as well is about who I'm surrounding myself with and how that makes me feel throughout the day. Um, so it's like the energy that I get off of you, I get, I feel I feel um, energized, I feel great because you know we chat, we have a laugh, we enjoy. And you know that's what I mean by sometimes about the energy that you surround yourself with, the people, because it does reflect on you and how you then feel in that day. I went to see my homeopath the other day because going through some stuff and I was like right I just I need to go and see him and he's so calming and chilled and lovely I literally sat down in his little room and we had a chat and that was like that his energy off of him his calmingness who he is reflected on me and I left that feeling calm and quiet and chilled and that's kind of what I mean sometimes when I talk about like your energy around you, that that's what I'm on about. It's not always like high end energy. People ha- give this energy off because I feel we're just like balls of energy. That's what we are. Like we are an energy without going into evolution and all that stuff. But do you know what I mean? So that's kind of like how I interpret energy when I talk about it. And different people give you different energy, don't they? Some some drain exactly. you. Yeah, some are drainers and someone. And that's like, that's the thing about, like these different layers to your energy as well. Like, and I think you can go so deep on this and it's like, you know, there's people that just like, they're so high vibe and they're just like, look like they're loving life. And you know, like that's kind of like the pinnacle of the the energy pyramid that, you know, I teach in in the Mm -hmm. master's. And it, you know, it's called like spiritual energy. That's kind of how I refer to it. But that's like the pat. That's like that that force right behind your energy. It's like that. Um, 
the passion and like it's the drive I think you know waking up and just like bouncing off the walls in a different way that isn't just you know I great I, I got eight hours sleep it's like I just I'm ready to take on my day because I get to spend it with people that you know give me life and I get to you know also live in line with my values with what's important to me there's a sense of purpose there as well and mm-hmm. that gives you a different type of energy do you know what I mean because it's like that force as well and I think that's something that's so often overlooked when it comes to energy levels you know you could have all the sleep in your in, like in the world but you know you could eat well you could the physical energy could just be there but you're still kind of like I don't know gliding from day to day and like not necessarily mm. emanating energy or being super, yeah. super positive and um, again like it's like just again I think that like it's really interesting to see like it's not just the your spiritual energy is like massive I think the people that you well that's how I live my life I live my life and surround my life with people that fill my energy levels up throughout the day to feel good um and it makes a big difference and like like there are days obviously when you know my energy levels are lower but I then maybe I'm just quieter that day because I feel like that's what I need as well and that's part of your own knowing getting to know yourself and getting to reflect on what works for you on certain days and you know like we've spoken about therapy before and like learning like I'm I'm having therapy now and I can't imagine to be honest with you I'm fortunate enough to be able to pay for it but I can't imagine not having it right now because it's 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 made me realize so many different things about myself that I didn't know. Um, And because I talk about them now, instead of like just bottling everything up, I talk, I've started to like, right, I am going to do a bit of a diary thing going on. And it's not like, it's all not all woohoo and all of that stuff. It's just about expressing what's going on in my mind, but then helps clear this blockage of energy that I feel sometimes pulls me down because I don't understand what's going on. And I can't I can't make sense of it in my mind sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes I think that like just having a, I call it a brain dump sometimes for my girls because I just think like, sometimes journaling sounds a bit scary. It sounds a bit like, well, that's really like meditation and all the rest of it. And it was funny, I was talking to my therapist yesterday and he said, um, you know, breathing exercises are amazing and great. You know, and if you can, but the main thing is, can you do it in the underground in London when you feel like you need to calm yourself down? You know, meditation isn't just about sitting in a field and, you know, chanting when you've got no, no distresses or distractions around you. Can you bring that into your life when you really need it at the most? And it is probably going to be when you're in a very stressful or very busy, high end, high energy situation. You might need to bring yourself to a point where you're like, okay, I just need to calm my energy down. And that's when like meditation, breathing comes into play. It's not when you're just sitting in a field and not have anything else to do. Um, So that's a a big, you know, that's a big one. Like all of these things and all of these tools, you know, are like a stepping stone, but it's applying them at like the right moment. It's, It's kind of like knowing your body so well and knowing what you need in that moment to kind of tap into the tools. And that's why like all the tools in the world are kind of useless if you're not like if you don't know how to apply them to yourself because you're not listening to your body because you don't have the awareness of when you need certain things like for example like it's even just like tuning in like 
the emotional and the mental side of energy, right? I know how to pull those apart from when I'm feeling physically drained. And that's so important because then you know how to meet those needs and boost your energy by actually like addressing the right things. Yeah. So it's like, my, like, I just come on the thing to you, you said, what was going on? And I'm like, my brain genuinely, I feel like, I don't know if anyone has ever had this, but when my brain is like on full overload and I've just been processing information and just doing task after task after task, like it almost feels like my brain is pushing against my skull. Oh, like I know. it feels like nothing. Physically, like, yeah. It feels like it's going to explode. Like genuinely that, and that is a genuine physical sensation that I have identified means that my mental capacity is kind of at its limit right now. And yeah. what needs nurturing are my mental energy levels what I need is mental and cognitive rest right and so you know after this podcast that's probably going to look like not me putting out a million and one more things and being like exactly. it's going to be like filling my needs where it comes to kind of like the cognitive and the mental side of things so and you know and that's so important when we kind of tune into these things and it's the same with the emotional side of energy as well like when you're feeling really tight chested or you know you just feel like you're on a million miles an hour and you kind of notice that anxiety I I know when to kind of like tap into that mm -hmm. and so it kind of I felt my chest was really tight when I was brushing my teeth the other day yeah and so whilst I'm brushing whilst I've got the two minute timer on my oral b toothbrush that becomes about me taking some really deep breaths and regulating those feelings mm -hmm. with breathing tools right yeah. that's when it's not like right now at this moment in time it's not accessible for me to go and jump into the middle of a field and and meditate and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and arm but you know what I can do is just like mm -hmm. do some deep breathing two minutes and make myself exactly. feel better and that that is it isn't it that is again something actually I'm sure someone will have learned something from that and be like I can implement that when I'm sitting on the floor playing with my kids and they're driving me mental. Do you know what I can do? They're playing. I can just zone out and just take a minute while they're watching a little bit of Peppa Pig or something and either self-soothe. Like I always tend to rub my wrists sometimes when I'm feeling really anxious as well. But when I do that, because I do that, my automatic response is to also, I need to breathe. So then I might be, the kids might be running around going crazy and I'll be like, okay, they're stressing me out because I've got stuff I need to do. So I'll, I'll literally, I'm doing it now on the podcast. I'm rubbing my wrist and I will literally then just take some breaths and I'll be like, again, it regulates your mind, doesn't it? It's, it is an actual scientific harming mm -hmm. thing that happens. And um, yeah, so that isn't actually what we came on the podcast to talk to you about at all. But, you know, there's a bit of extra info going on there for you. <laughs> so yeah, you know, that was, um, yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did want to talk to this week was um about reflection on January and over the last four weeks and kind of how how has it gone for you how do you feel that you know you are pushing forward with goals that you might have set or not new year new me and any of that but things that you might have wanted to implement like how is that going for you how is it is it working out have you managed to push forward with things that you'd kind of wanted to put in place to make January feel a little bit less stressful, I guess. Um, yeah, Annie, take over. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the aim here is <clears throat> there tends to be this um, 
weird period where you get to the end of January and you're like, bloody hell, where did I go? Mm -hmm. Um, And we tend to kind of then just fall into, oh, like I didn't, I just didn't do anything in January. Like I didn't get anything done. I didn't achieve my goals. I haven't moved forward or, you know, maybe you have, but because you're not stopping to like reflect on those things and pull out your wins and actually take a really good look at what's actually gone on for you over the month that's when you can then just be like well sod it I'm a failure you know I'll try again next year or I'll try again when it's convenient for me or yada 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 and then we just end up keep going round on this loop you know again and again and again um so it's it's about you know not thinking you're a failure but yeah and it's funny isn't it like lots of women it's actually come up quite a bit recently saying that Oh, I feel like I'm failing with my diet because I'm maybe not as progressing as fast as I was before, or I just haven't really made that much of an impact throughout these last couple of weeks. And it just makes them feel, yeah, like they are failing. Um, and that, and then it's it's kind of our jobs then to help them say, well, okay, well, let's look at see what what has happened in this month outside of what you feel is a failure. Let's find the things that have that are your strengths from this month, I guess. Like, and that's what reflection will do for you because then like when you start to identify the things that you actually think, oh, actually I, I planned quite a lot of my days and I, you know, it wasn't a write-off. I managed to get some structure with meals and eating more regularly. So that would be like a massive win. But again, you might not notice it because you're solely thinking, well, I haven't seen the results I wanted to in measurements or on the scales or even with clothes and things like that. But you then like completely, uh, what's the word? Disregard the fact that actually you've just done some really good building blocks to take into February. So I think, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like a few things, isn't it? It's, um, and this is like what we mean when we say, you know, this isn't just about what you eat and your nutrition or your exercise, you know, it's about the mindset tools Mm. as well. And it's about shifting your mindset to support you in, you know, results that last. And this is some of the things that we do with our clients. And maybe, you know, our clients don't actually know that these are the tools or why these things are implementing. But that's, you know, some of the things that we work on our clients with is like, um, is not kind of putting all your attention on the scale so we get you to pull out you know wins that have nothing to do with that so that you can start building this trust in yourself and start building the confidence that actually you're always you know making progress even though you Mm -hmm. don't think you are or expressing gratitude for things um in your life rather than constantly honing in and focusing on the negatives or what hasn't gone well because that's always just going to lead you round and round and round in a negative loop of you know never getting where you and self-destruction isn't it like they say that like obviously practicing gratitude it it's going to have a positive impact all over your life not just with like you know yourself but with everything that is going on um, and it leads to they, it does lead to greater happiness because I think you like you said you start to change that way of thinking. Whoa, me, poor me, this is really difficult. I'm the only body going through this, and you're in your own little self bubble of a pity party in the nicest possible way. Out, I can say that. And by reflecting on like just those things that actually every day just find something. There will be something within your day 
that has gone amazingly well, but you, and you need to find it and you need to be like, one of my girls didn't do it actually in her check-in last week. Um, I've got like a, one of the boxes, they're all different because they all have different needs. So one of them is like, uh, what are you most proud about yourself for this week? And she didn't put anything in it. And I was like, excuse me, go back and you can fill that back in. She'd done her video check-in and we'd done all of the things. And I said, you can text me later. I want you to tell me something that you were proud about yourself for because there is something within this week because she'd felt things hadn't been great. It hadn't been the most successful week, but in actual fact, what I picked up on was she'd been pretty damn good <laughs> and she'd made really good choices when she went out for meals. She didn't like, you know, all of these things, but she couldn't see it because it was like, well, it wasn't as, as what's the right word? I don't, I'm just going to do the bunny things, like the quotations. It wasn't as on point as the week before. So there was a bit more meals out. There was a bit more drinking going on. And the week before there hadn't been hardly any of that. So in her mind, automatically, well, it hasn't been a great week. So I haven't got anything to be proud about myself. And I was like, yeah, you do. So she she did. She went, she found something. And she was like, I'm actually proud of myself that even I did my best, even though there were more socials going on, I managed it really well. And I didn't hit that effort button. And I was like, or oh, let it spiral into like three, four days, you know? And I was like, exactly. So there is always, always something that you can, you can find, um, and it does make you have a greater outlook on life, a better outlook on life, for mm -hmm. sure. And while I'm on that subject, um, it's that, i tell you the other thing that comes up a lot is, uh, you know, the narrative that you tell, the story that you tell yourself, and um, this is in, because we, we do notes on our podcast, and this is something we're going to talk about as well, is like, it's what you tell yourself becomes your truth. It's like your, if you tell yourself you're a failure, you're always going to believe that you're a failure. And, you... and that comes down to that, you know, when we start telling ourselves our belief and the fact that mm. we, as human beings, we never want to be wrong, right? Mm. And so when you have the yes. belief and you enter your belief in your day that, you know, you always fail on your diet, let's say, for example, you now have a cognitive bias where you just want to be right and your brain wants to prove prove you right yeah and so you're gonna look for all of the things and all of the evidence that prove that you're right that you mm -hmm. always fail and this this and this and actually that's not true at all that's just you know um what you've trained your brain to believe uh-huh and it's like you know if you started instead re re rewriting that narrative and instead you told yourself that you know, you can lose weight and keep it off or you can do hard or whatever it is, then you, you it changes the narrative. It changes the belief and you start showing up completely differently. Yeah. And that's you start pulling out things that prove that you're right and you're pulling out all of the wins, right? Yeah. And this is what this helps with as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, One thing as well is like, is self-compassion the one thing I get my clients to do and I think this has like come up a lot in my coaching recently and I've seen it a lot on social media is like you're getting self-compassion wrong yes it is absolutely like speaking kindly to yourself you know being able to show yourself like compassion like more gently not beating yourself up not you know trash talking yourself for experiencing something or feeling something but there's another side of self-compassion, which is like the fierce side of self-compassion and the proactive side of self-compassion. Yeah. And there's a really interesting um, definition 
of self-compassion, which kind of explains this really well, where self-compassion involves sensitivity to the experience of suffering. In other words, like being kind and being gentle with yourself and being aware of your own pain without avoiding it or like disconnecting mm -hmm. from it. And a desire to ameliorate your suffering as well, which means yeah. being proactive and taking action yes. towards getting out of you know that experience or whatever is going on for you right now and I think that is the part that people tend to miss yeah, and it is said, you know that can kind of tend to manifest as like a pity party or yeah you know where was me or, or you know that kind of victim mindset mm -hmm. which can keep you up as well definitely um, and, and again like I've pulled a few of my girls up for this. I have, I've said to them, like, you can carry on telling me the same stuff over and over again, or you pull yourself out of it because that is showing yourself the most compassion because you don't want to stay where you are. You're not happy. So things need to change. Or you keep looping around and around and around and you say the same things over and over again and there's no change. But then you only, in my opinion, you only have yourself to blame then. If, you, if you're not going to actively help yourself with the help of a coach even if you don't need a coach you can do this all on your own I mean these podcasts are to help you learn tools like for people that haven't can't do coaching you know but ultimately you are responsible for your your destination and where you want your life to be and as hard as that sounds it's also really compassionate to take it on board and be like yeah I I can make these changes this is down to me and it one little thing every single day over a course of a month will build up and you will feel differently. You will see things differently. Um, and I know it's not, I know it sounds really, you can be like, Oh, she's sitting there saying that it's easy for her, but I've been there. I had to do it myself. I couldn't stay. When I hit rock bottom was when we were trying for our second child and it wasn't happening. And it was, you know, it was over four or five years of trying and, having people say, oh, when are you having your next one? Like, and constantly seeing people getting pregnant and I hit a massive wall. I was so, I was, I was broken and it was just a lot of pressure. And I was upset because I blamed my body because it wasn't working. Um, you know, there was tests, it was, it was awful. But I had a point where I just, I thought I either stay in this place where I am unhappy. I'm not fueling my body in a good way. I, was just, I was not, I was, I was just eating rubbish. Didn't really care about my health at all because I couldn't see anything other than I want to get pregnant and I can't, why can't I get pregnant? And I hit a wall and it was a point where I was like, I was turning 30 and I was like, well, I've spent the last five years trying for a baby. It's not happened. Am I going to spend the next five years in this place of upset, hurt, misery, or do I do something about it? And that is when I joined a gym. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm, I need a different focus. I need to find something else in my life other than solely focusing on what wasn't going right. And it was all consuming. And I'm, and I did, I joined a gym, I got a PT session and I started focusing on other things. And I chose to do that. I could have stayed where I was, but I was like, this isn't working for me. So, and that was it. And it was hard. It was, it wasn't good. It wasn't a nice, it was hard going to the gym. I didn't want to go. But I also remember thinking, I actually feel better for just spending half an hour in a different environment and being around different people and just walking on a treadmill for a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's the thing about, you know, coaching as well is like, 
we're not there to come and do the work for you. Mm. You know, if you're in coaching, or you're thinking about getting coaching, then we show you the path. We tell you the exact steps, where to focus your efforts and attention on. We give you the accountability, but ultimately it's you that's making the change and it's you that's taking the action. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, part of this podcast is about looking back in and reflecting, you know, none of this that we say is to like shame you or make you feel bad. It's to encourage you to take ownership. Uh, yeah. And take action mm. and start rewriting, you know, old patterns that are keeping you stuck and miserable yeah. and, and drained. And that starts with realizing that nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, and the more, like we said, you start to reflect on what the good things that have happened, it does, like it helps you with problem solving, doesn't it? So when you start to identify the fact that you did really well this month and like going back to um, maybe time blocking and focusing on, right, I've got this, this is my work hours and I've got a bit of time here before in between, I don't know, the kids coming home and whatever. Well, you could take that half an hour to get a walk in and do something for yourself. and every time you you solve a bit of a problem and you make it work like it it forms patterns that you're like right I can solve that problem again in the future because I've solved one problem I just had to look at it in a different way and find a way to fix it so again that's another really big bonus of having like reflection on your weeks and how they've gone and thinking well that didn't work last week so what can I change this week to to make it work and feel a little bit better mm -hmm. and obviously and things are interchangeable but I think there's a core of what works where you know, like my work hours are X, these are always going to be work hours. This is always going to be roughly tea time. This like, but you can find moments and half an hour gaps within those day hours. And you're like, oh, well, actually I can fit in this 20 minutes of cooking a load of chicken or whatever for to put in the fridge. So I've got my lunches all sorted for next week. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think also like, you know, you and I, we have our own, fitness goals we have our own health goals we have our own career goals like we're business yeah. we have you know our own hormone health journeys that we're experiencing mm -hmm. as well that are really really hard and you know it requires a ton of like response like personal responsibility and effort to you know a give yourself a lot of self-compassion but also like be proactive with mm -hmm. you know, how you're moving forwards and taking action in line with what's important to you and your goals and what you want out of things you know I and I have to check myself all the time on this you know I see something like there's one thing recently that I've been looking at is like how I'm spending my time right and where I can maximize and actually fit these things in because I noticed that what I was telling myself is I don't have time to do all this mm -hmm. I just don't you know I'm too busy or you know yada 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 and then it's actually what you realize is you've just sat at your desk for the last 45 minutes and scrolled on Instagram or you know you've been watching are you watched finally watched back to back <laughs> happy valley all night <laughs> last night right <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's like it's not to say any of these things are bad or wrong but it's like, I can't expect myself to, you know, make progress towards my goals if I'm not at least reflecting on these things and getting real with it. 
Yeah. And, you know, doing that in a compassionate and kind way. And it's like, you know, and someone suggested doing, um, you know, I've seen this on social media, like doing a time audit. So that's spending a week where you write down, you know, hour by hour, how you spend your time. Spend yeah, yeah. So for a week, and then, you know, you look back and you go, you realize actually like how much of it is kind of not moving you forwards or not moving yeah. you forward and how even just the most tiny mm. infinitesimal like pockets of time you can do so so much with like yeah even just the, the 20 minutes that I and I was like I don't need to do this this sounds too like this is too analytical like I'm like blah 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 and I was like no Annie like this is a tool that someone's giving you to reflect not to like you know help you beat yourself up and you know waste of help you to help you and it's like where I identify okay so you've just spent 25 minutes in the morning on your phone scrolling through social media like filling your brain with nothing relevant yeah you could have been out first thing in the daylight and walked the dogs because you're feeling really really low energy right now and got that daylight in first thing Mm -hmm. and then been really focused and started your work at you know eight o'clock or whatever things like that and it's like sometimes yeah. you really just call your own bluff it's, sometimes yeah you do and again it's just like taking that making that effort to do it in the first place because sometimes I think we're a little bit scared to do it because we're like well I don't want to give up my time on the mm. sofa watching some tv because I deserve that after having a really hard day with the kids and work and housework fine that's absolutely fine but maybe you'd split that time in half so like you spend 10 minutes doing something that's going to benefit you. Like I said, just getting a bit of your lunch ready for the next day and you still get to sit down on the sofa and you chill, but it's actually you're, you're not spending two hours doing that. It's like, okay, I'm going to, I've got an hour and a half to do that. I'm going to make half an hour of that time a little bit more productive because it's going to also help me the next day. And as soon as you start doing it and you're like, actually, it's, it doesn't even take as long as what you think it does. So you still get to do the scrolling on Instagram if you want to do it or any social media platform. You still get to like watch your favorite TV programs, but you've also made time to do something that is going to move you in that direction and help you further on your journeys of where you're going compared to what sitting down and not, or not even sitting down, just not doing the stuff that maybe is going to help you. Um yeah, and, yeah. and these, I think this as well is when people tend to say, oh, like, she has it all. Look how easy it is for her. Or, you know, yeah. oh, it's all right for her. She's X, Y, and Z. The, she's taking action. Like, yeah. she is doing these things that you don't want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think as what I was reading last night, loads of research about um, the different theories of behavior change as well, because... Um, I was just filling my brain with geeking out, were you? <laughs> geeking out last night, and you know it was talking about competing goals, right? And like behavior change. So, and it uses the analogy of like um, you you have a goal of wanting to improve your fitness and your health, right? And you're presented with a choice of either taking the stairs or taking the lift or right. taking the elevator, right? Um, and you know that if you take the stairs, that's going to help you, you know, tick off that box towards your goal of, of fitness and whatever. But if you take the elevator, that's going to help you because you're so, so stressed and you just want a, a bit of peace and 
you know you don't want any discomfort you don't want to have to take things. Mm -hmm. you just want that immediate comfort you're going to go and get in the lift and it's like these competing goals of wanting to feel comfort and relieved and stress-free or whatever versus you know wanting to take action yeah or whatever it is lose weight etc and like I think once you're like aware of these different choice points in your life and then you can kind of bring together and this is what we were saying at the start of January isn't it like your progress towards your goals isn't about you know willpower and and things like that it's about taking making choices that align with those goals and it's about sometimes when it comes to like the stairs or the elevator it's about delaying gratification like rather than the immediate comfort that comes from getting in the lift or being on the sofa all night or whatever it is it's you know taking the other action that doesn't necessarily have that like immediate reward and it's just constantly thinking about you know these moments where there's like conflicting things going on and conflicting goals whether immediate or you know future and when you're aware of these things you can kind of like insert like more of a pause and rather than just like this habituated reaction to something like whether it's comfort eating or not going to the gym or just crashing on the procrastinating not doing the things that you know you need to be doing to move yourself forward it's kind of like reminding yourself of these of these things yeah Um, so I guess next time you're in that kind of situation and you've got these two little voices in your mind pulling you in different directions take a minute and decide which one is the most important in that in that moment and go with that one and don't second guess it again like make the decision and do it so if it's the stairs win the stairs get to be the one you're going to go on if it's the elevator because you're you feel I am actually quite drained I need I, I, so you do that one and I think instead of like going back and forth back and forth back and forth decide go do it um, and don't let and don't talk yourself out of that decision that you've already made um but yeah I and, guess and like that, sorry that's why like um the difference between like the language that you use around your goals like I have to do this in order to yeah. do this or I should be doing this or I should be doing this or I shouldn't be doing that or I shouldn't have done that you know you have a choice in all of these it's not you know these aren't like automated responses no one's walking you to the fridge to you know eat the dairy as opposed to making tuna salad right like that is a is a choice that you're making and yes it might be slightly unconscious and that's you know Fine. Yeah, I think it is unconscious for like the first mouthful, mouthful or two. And then uh, afterwards, if you keep going, that you're choosing to do that instead of choosing mm-hmm. to stop because you're like, actually, I don't need this. I'm just, I'm doing it out of habit. Or, but like you said, you've had that bit of comfort. The rest is the, just. Yeah, exactly. And the, the, but the freeing thing about that is it's your choice. So own that choice. Like if you want to take the elevator, and not you know in that moment progress towards your fitness goal like or weight loss goal or increase your energy expenditure to tick that box for you and you want to go with yeah I just need a bit of relief right now I just I just just let me get in the elevator and just like chop my way up to that meeting or whatever you know that's fine like no one no one's berating you for that that choice but you know what then becomes really empowering is that 
you can take a look back at your choices over a period of time like let's say it's a week or a month like we're Mm -hmm. doing right now when it comes to January and be like you know did my choices align with my goals or did they not and I'm expecting to have made results yeah exactly and and then you can stop and say you know why I'm gonna maybe dig a little bit deeper as to like why you made those choices and there's so many things that could come out of that right and we're not going to yeah. have a different podcast but it's when we start approaching our goals and approaching our progress with this more curious mindset and like reflective mindset and you know that things just start to get a little bit easier and actually the long-term goal is actually just more sustainable at that point because then yeah. we can kind of adjust yeah and again it's like it's again it's just your choice and no one's holding a gun to your head saying you have to diet you have to do this you know these are your choices that you're making so I think that yeah make make the decisions for the things you need to do and and follow in with um in February so like I said we said reflect now what's gone well in January even the things that you that haven't gone great work out why didn't they go great how can I make that better problem solve it work out how you get to make it better and what it is that you need to do to help February flow better um and remember things like like you know just some bullet points I guess that you focus on your progress not your perfection so don't over analyze it think oh it's not perfect so it hasn't been it hasn't been a great week like look at the progress what's happening and look at the changes that the positive change that you're making and that you're achieving practice that self-compassion in a way that is also yes comforting but also calling yourself out when you need to um again I think like setting realistic goals don't set things that are too high above the benchmark of what is even uh, remotely achievable for yourself like don't go and I'm gonna go five times a week to the gym how about we go we're gonna aim to do two sessions in the gym and yeah if you do more than that that's amazing but if you always set it too high and then you don't meet that standard, you're going to start telling yourself you failed. Um, and my favorite one, I think, is just celebrate all your small victories. Like, really find them and recognize them, celebrate them, tell people about them because, like, it makes it makes it real. Then it makes it real that that's happened and that you you did that. Um, so I always think that those that's a really big one to do at the end of a month as well. And keep focusing on your habits. Um, and surround yourself with people that like that give you this energy? energy that we were talking about earlier. Like, just f- even if it means finding a new little circle of friends, sometimes people that are in the same boat as you. Like, like I, my girls are all in a WhatsApp group together, and honestly, like they don't. Sometimes some of them don't have any friends that understand what they're going through. They don't. They're not. Their friends aren't dieting. Their friends are the ones are happy in their bodies. And they, they are, they feel like they're on their own, but they've got this group, a community of women that they haven't, they don't know, they haven't met. It's just through coaching, my coaching that I've brought them together and they get to talk about, oh my gosh, it was really hard going out for a meal this weekend. And, but I chose to do what I wanted to do because it was what I wanted. And I didn't let my friends peer pressure me into this, this and this. And they get backed up by that. They're like, that's amazing. You did that for you. So find the, you find your people and if not then Annie and I are here to become your people and we're our dms are open for you they are indeed they are indeed so yeah that was essentially just to rewrite possibly 
the old ways that you're used to kind of coming to the end of January and beating yourself up and telling yourself that you're a failure and, um, you know, thinking that your goals just aren't possible for you anymore. And we hope that we have changed that narrative for you mm. and given you some tools that you can go away with. And this is, this is the nitty gritty mindset stuff. <laughs> we coach our clients, like this is the important stuff. Like we Definitely. always say what you, what you eat and, you know, um, those sort of things are just about 5% of you making lasting progress on your weight loss or fat loss journey or your health journey. Like this is stuff that matters. And also listen to this podcast, but also go and implement, right? Yeah, like go and definitely. sit down, even if it's just, you know, a, like really, really simple five minutes where you just sit and you write yourself a brain dump or you write yourself here's a list of things that I've achieved today or this week or this month and just start pulling out those wins and recognizing mm. that they're actually all around you. They are all around you. They're everywhere. And I have to do this with, you know, my health and my fitness, my nutrition, yeah. I have to do this with my business. This is something that is literally an ingrained habit now, but that yes. took practice and it took actually starting to do these things. And, you know, at first it probably does think, oh, god really like pen and paper like seriously? yeah yeah but again don't paper. think you've got to do it for like half an hour like just commit to 10 minutes just ha and I sometimes think like have a head in of what it is that you want to reflect on so like personal like reflection health reflection uh work maybe and and just find three things in each one that you're like okay this is what went well and then okay this is what I want to improve on and then start, like we said, action it, start putting those things in place um, and let us know, let us know how it goes. And yeah, definitely implement what we give you in these podcasts, because like Annie said, that's, that's the whole point of them. It is indeed. It is indeed. And trust me, there are times where we don't want to implement, but you know, <laughs> like today, <laughs> I didn't want to, neither of us wanted to implement something. My, my reel that I was going to do, I was telling Annie earlier, I was like, I've got this idea in my head and I filmed it and it sounds rubbish. <laughs> so I was like, that's it. What am I going to do now? I can't do anything. I've lost the plot. And now I've just completely, I went out, I went out, I got some fresh air, trained, gained some new perspective and I'm going to put it with a video behind and the, just the message that I want to say on top. So, <laughs> but I could have spent two hours going over and over and over and over that, beating myself up thinking it's, I can't make this work. But instead I've learned to walk away and come back to it. It will all, it'll, it will unfold, but sometimes you just need to walk away. That pause in the moment is a great thing. But Absolutely. yeah, anyway, that's us. <laughs> See you later. Bye.